Hey, this is Chris Allen with the Day One Podcast. Today we're going to cover what is day one, where do your best ideas come from, taking that first step, and the balance between being prepared and having the drive to start. So if you're someone who has an idea, is looking to start your career or move their career, listen up because today is day one. Hi, I'm Chris Allen with Chris Allen Coaching, and welcome to the Day One Podcast. So this is the first episode of the Day One Podcast, and I thought long and hard about A, starting a podcast, and B, if I did start a podcast, what the heck would I talk about? And so I started listening to other people's podcasts and and kind of listening with more intent of like how to do a podcast and what a what are, what are the really good people that do a podcast? Uh, what do they do? And how long do they talk? And what do they talk about? And what makes them interesting? And and so the more I thought about it, then I really went back and forth about like, well, geez, what I got a lot of stuff to talk about, but what what should the first episode be? I guess in my mind, the first episode has to be really good, you know, like a, like a, like a sitcom, like a pilot episode, right? It's got to be something that's going to knock people's socks off. Now you may modify and change things, you know, based on your audience and, and what, what is going to gain interest and and viewers and, and just what are the current topics happening in the world right now? But that first one has to be something that knocks everyone's socks off. So I started thinking of, well, maybe I should do something leadership development. That's really what I'm good at and what I what I work most often on. But I thought, man, that's a really broad topic. Like, what what should you dive into with leadership development? I thought about doing effort, skill, support. That's something that I coach on very often, and and I guarantee it's going to come up in one of these first episodes because really, whatever you're working on, if you're not achieving the results you want to achieve, it's really effort skill or support. And I'll I'll get into much more detail on another show, but I thought, man, I I don't know. Is that, and then it hit me. I was, um, I was actually in the shower just about an hour ago and, uh, it it just kind of hit me. And really that's, that's where most of my good ideas hit me is the, the shower. And I don't know if other people operate that way or not, but it's, it's really weird. It's, I know I'm clearest, when I'm when I'm in the shower, when it's early in the morning, that's when my mind is is most focused, and when I just I get those magical uh, good ideas, and and it's it's kind of scary actually. I've I've actually started living my life around the fact that that is how I operate, and I know that's how I operate. So I'll have like a a big project that I'm working on, and. Uh, you know, it'll be late at night and it's like, I got to get this done, got to get this done, but I'm just stuck. I don't know what to do or how to do it. And, and so I'll, I'll go to bed and, and that's a scary thing because like, it'll be due the next morning or the next afternoon, something like that. And, and I'll just go to bed because I know when I get a few hours of sleep, my mind is rested. I get up in the morning and when I get in that shower, I know the ideas are just going to magically come, come to me. So I, um, that's, that's a dangerous way to live, but I I've been living that way for years and, and it's, it's actually given me some of my best ideas that have uh, furthered my career. So I chalk it up to, 
uh, I, I have a mentor. His name is Eric Bowles. If you've never heard of Eric Bowles, uh, definitely check him out. He, um, he coaches on moving to great. Uh, he's the president and founder of the game changers. Google his name, Eric Bowles. He's, he's actually a former football player, but that's not really where his focus comes from. It's, it's more how he, he talks about coaching and the skills he learned in his short career. Uh, and a lot of the, the failures that he had that has garnered him a very successful coaching, uh, career. And he's coached some of the biggest companies, Starbucks, Nordstrom's, the U S army, uh, Southwest airlines, et cetera. But, uh, really, a, a joy to talk to. I, I gotta admit, I, I have a bit of a man crush on the guy cause he's just such a likable guy and he's got so many good ideas, but, but Eric Bowles, anyways, he talks about, uh, the, the mind and I, I won't go into great detail here. Maybe, you know, Eric, if you listen to him talk, he can he can explain it because he's, he's so good at explaining it. But basically, he talks about our mind is made up of, of three areas. There's the conscious mind, the subconscious mind, and the creative subconscious. So the, the conscious mind is the, the one that's making active decisions. So when you decide to act on something or respond in a certain way, like you consciously think about doing that and then do it. And then the subconscious mind is all the decisions and navigations you make without even thinking about it. And so the probably the best example is like driving home. You're driving home and you've driven the route so many times you don't think about it. You don't think take a left here, take a right there, stop at the stop sign. You just do it and uh, scary enough, you might even get home and think like, huh, how did I get here? I don't, wasn't even paying attention to, uh, to, to my drive. Uh, but that's the subconscious mind taking over making decisions. And, and Eric talks about how, uh, 96% of our decisions are made in the subconscious brain, but, but the creative subconscious, that's, that's where my shower ideas come from. So, you know, he talks about how sometimes your brain has a problem and your brain never stops working. It continually behind the scenes, you don't even realize you're, you're thinking about the problem yet, but, but your brain is still thinking about the problem and it's coming up with solutions. And, uh, that's, that's where I think most of these great ideas come from. And, and, and I know that when I get a good night's sleep, hop in the shower, that's, that's where the great ideas come from because the creative subconscious is still working in the background there. So, so anyways, clearest in the morning brain keeps working. Now my wife, she's the opposite of that. It's, it's funny how people operate. And I think that's a challenge with coaching people is everybody's different. There's no, there is no silver bullet. There is no magical diet. There is no magical development strategy that's going to work for everybody. Everybody's different. My wife we're so different, but she, she absolutely hates the way that I operate like that. She is the type that she just cannot go to bed. She cannot shut her mind off. She just, she cannot stop until it's done and it's done well. And, and, and that's, a, it works for her though. It, it, she gets stuff done and then she wakes up the next morning and she's just gotta, gotta go. It's already done. I still have to, you know, hopefully come up with that great idea in the shower and then implement that idea. So how my wife and I got together, I, I have no idea because we, we actually met in college and we were that way in college too. And God, it just drove her nuts. We would, um, we were both teachers. And so we took a lot of the same teaching classes and, you know, there'd be like a big test the next day and we're both studying for the test. And my wife would stay up until like 2am studying, making sure every answer was 
covered and in her brain and there was nothing she had good notes like there was nothing that was going to get thrown at her that she uh she'd be caught off guard and i would just go to bed because i knew i knew that if i you know just studied the hour before it'd be fresh in my mind it would stick i'd have a good night's sleep like my my brain would be in creative mode and and i'd be able to just ace the test and and so we both operate very differently but I know it drives her nuts that she puts in so much work and is stressing right up to the wire. And I, I kind of just, you know, look like somebody from Animal House who just strolls in and, and takes the test and whatnot. But it's just that we've we figured out different ways we operate. So so that's that's kind of where I got the idea for uh, today. So what is day one? What what does day one mean? What's the day one podcast? Uh, day one, it's it's a mantra. It's it's a lifestyle. It's a choice. It's it's a belief. It's it's something that I really believe. Now, it doesn't mean that I I act on it every day. I mean, I'm I'm human. I make mistakes, and um, but it is uh it, it's something that I I absolutely believe. So how it came about, day one. I've noticed in my career that it's it's not that people don't have goals or don't set good goals or even write out their goals. I know most people don't go so far to write them out, but you know, a lot of people do or know them well enough that they don't have to write them down, but, but it's not that they don't write it down. It's not that they don't have goals. It's not that they haven't thought about where they want to go or, or what they want to do or, or how they want to do it. Although I would argue that the how is probably less important because we're all going to do it differently. Just like my wife and I, you know, taking a test, uh, one of us goes to bed and gets good sleep and, and the other crams until the wee hours, but, but it's different for all of us. But so it's none of those things. The reason people don't succeed is just that they never take the first step, right? I think there's the, the, the famous proverb, you know, the journey of a thousand miles begins with one, one step. And it's that first step. That's the, the most important. But the thing is, if you take that first step, every step after gets easier. That first step is just the hardest. So that's that one where you have to you have to break the ice. You have to get started. I kind of think of it like like pushing a vehicle. You know, um, uh, I kind of think everybody's done this in their lifetime, but had a vehicle that broke down or ran out of gas or something like that. Like when you're you're a teenager, you know, and you're literally filling your tank on on pocket change. Um, you probably ran, ran out of gas somewhere and you had to push your vehicle into the gas station right and so you and your buddies get out behind the car and and you have to push that first step is the tough one getting it going and you might have to rock it a little bit but once you get it going every step after you build momentum and then the trick is just you have to maintain the momentum don't stop or or you're not going to be able to get going again and so i i think of so many examples in my life where that has been the thing. It's not that I don't know what to do or or how to do it or what I want to accomplish. It's just that I just don't take the first step. So like an obvious example is working out. And uh, I never really worked out in my life. I played sports, but I was always kind of gifted athletically. And so I, you know, like in high school, I, I never even really hit the gym in high school. I, I played football and and um, I was just, I was always fast. And that's kind of how I got by. I was uh, a running back and track, kind of the same thing. I was just fast. Like I didn't really have to like work too hard at that. It just kind of came naturally. 
I also wrestled in high school. That one was a different story. I, my coach asked me one time how many lights were on the ceiling and I didn't get it. I was like, what? But you know, I was getting pinned a lot. So, but, uh, as an adult, I decided, you know, Hey, I, I should work out. I should get in shape. Like, you know, you hit your thirties and you start gaining weight and, and you got to work a little harder to keep that weight off. And I thought, you know, I've been, been married almost a decade and, and uh, I want to look good for my wife and I want to be healthy. And, you know, we, we kind of had kids a little later and, you know, I want to be healthy for my kids. I don't want to be, you know, the, the, uh, the old out of shape guy that can't keep up with his kids when they want to run around. So decided to start working out. And that first day is just the toughest. And I guess, I don't know if everybody operates this way, but I, like, I get anxiety when something new is happening. So it's, it's not even like the fear of, of the working out. It's, it's like the fear of the gym. Like I'm going to be that guy who doesn't know how that machine works. And then somebody's going to take a video of me and post it on YouTube because I look like a, a jackass or something. And, um, you know, or I feel like everybody's watching me or, you know, they're judging, Oh my God, that guy can't lift any weights. What's, what's his deal. Right. And so like, but once you get there, you realize like, nobody's paying attention to me. They got their own workout going on. They're watching sports center. They're listening to music or a podcast or something like they, they don't even know I exist right now. And so you, you realize that on the first day and you get past that. And then the second day it's easier. You know, I, I, I now know where the locker's at and what to do and where the machines are and, you know, and, and kind of what the, the unwritten rules of the, the gym is right. And, and so it's, it's easier going the second day now, physically, maybe not, you know, you're probably sore from the first day and you got to get through that first week really until you work the, the soreness out, but it's easier to go. I now know what I'm doing and I feel comfortable doing it. So I go the second day. And then the third day and then the fourth day. And then after like a week or two or or a month, you've built a habit and you're going to the gym every day. And, and really, you know, you're, you've gained momentum when you miss a day and you get frustrated about it. Like you feel sluggish or you feel like you kind of let yourself down and, and you get kind of, kind of pissed about it. Right. You know? So I, I remember I, I hit a stride for many years after that, where I was working out daily and my wife would get frustrated with me when I would, you know, on the weekends go to work out. She's like, you know, we only have the weekends together. Why don't we spend the weekends? And I'm like, honey, I just got to go work out. And, and, and she kind of get on me a little bit and, you know, in hindsight, I mean, I love her for it. She just wants to spend time with me. But I used to say something like, well, you know, some husbands drink, you know, they, I could be sitting at a bar, I'm going to work out and, and, and whatnot. But actually my, my wife, she was very supportive and, and it was, it was a great habit to have. And I was in very good shape. So, so whatever, I mean, that's the obvious, the, the, the workout example, you know, think of apply that to any, anything you have going on in your life right now. I think my focus is mostly, uh, business and career development and career initiatives, but I mean, health and wellness lifestyle, whatever your goals really are, it's, it's that first step starting a business, for example. Um, so I've had a, I've had a great career with great mentors that have always invested in me and, and developed me and, and been good leadership role models for myself. And, and so that's where I've spent a majority of my career and where my passion really lies is, is growing and developing people. I was actually, uh, I was actually a teacher 
early on in my life. I, I mentioned my wife and I, you know, we were in college we became teachers. I taught for five years. I, I taught children and, and I loved it. I mean, that's, that's the passion. I didn't get into teaching to make money. I, um, I, I got in it because I just loved watching people learn kids learn. And, and honestly, like my sense of humor is about like a second grader. So like second graders were perfect for me, but, um, you know, but I just, I really love growing and developing people. And then I found a career where I could grow and develop adults as well. And actually I get asked a lot, like, wow, you were a teacher. Like how different is it like teaching kids and coaching adults? And honestly, it's, it's not that much different, you know, <laughs> like, um, the adults understand my jokes more and I don't have to wipe their nose or tie their shoes usually, you know, so, so that's good. But the second graders, when I, when I taught second grade and I also taught fifth grade, I, uh, I, I was taller than them. So that's, that, that was always a plus. So I, I don't know, but you know, so I've had this great career in, 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 in great leaders investing in me. And, and so I always had this idea of, I wanted to start my own, start my own business and like, you know, do, do what you love. You know, everybody says you should do what you love. And, and that's really what I love is growing and developing people. And so I thought, you know, I should, I should just start a business and it could start out as a side business and grow into a, uh, you know, a full-time business. I always thought the best day of my life is going to be the day I can't keep up with my side business because that means it's successful and, and I have to make a choice to, uh, either go full-time with that business or, you know, continue killing myself to try and, you know, make ends meet with multiple careers. But, you know, I thought about it for a long time and, you know, all these different ideas and, and I should do this, I should do that, but I never really acted on any of them until, uh, it was Christmas and we were home visiting family. My family lives eight hours away. So we were back visiting and, and we got to see the in-laws. We got to see my parents. And then we had snowmageddon come through and just completely snow everybody in for three days. And like, it literally snowed for three days. Like the snow was chest deep and you weren't getting out. And they, they didn't even come and plow the road in front of my mom's house until like three days in. And so you, you weren't going anywhere. And so we were just stuck. And there's only so much you can do with, you know, a, a two-year-old and, and your mom. Uh, my dad had left. He went back to the, the farm. My parents have a farm. And, and um, so it was my mom, my wife, my two-year-old, and myself and my dog. You can only make so many gingerbread houses and play so many games and you just start going a little stir crazy. And so I, I sat down and I started looking into what does it take to actually start a business? And I just did it. I didn't have all the answers. I didn't have it all figured out. I didn't know where it was going. I just knew that state of Minnesota charges you X amount of dollars to start an LLC. And, and I was like, well, I'm just going to do it, you know? And so I did, I did it. And, uh, and that's, that's the beauty of day one is you don't, you don't have to have all the answers, but it's just taking that first step. This podcast is another example of that. Like, you know, part of, you know, growing myself and growing others and reaching other people and implementing fantastic ideas and fantastic collaboration is, is reaching out to others and podcasts is a means to do that. And so I thought about doing this for a long time. And then, you know, I already talked about the shower, the idea it was about an hour ago and just sat down and started recording. So 
you know, it's just taking that first step. But you, th- that's the thing. You don't have to have all the answers. You don't have to have it all figured out. You just have to have the drive to take that first step. That's that's really what it is. And then having the drive, but then having the resilience to take the next step and the next step and the step after that. And and if you get knocked down and you fail, I mean, this this podcast, I mean, if episode one here is a complete failure and nobody ever listens to it or worse, people listen to it and they tell me it, it sucks. Having the resiliency to move through that and try again. That's the beauty of day one is it's, it's always day one and you can always start today or restart today. So there's, there's a fine balance between being prepared and having the drive to start. So I don't, I want, I don't want anybody to think the day one mentality means just go, don't plan. Don't, don't have any strategy. Don't, don't think about it. Just do it. Like, I I don't want anybody to think that's, that's what I mean by that, but what I mean is there's there's just a fine balance between being prepared and having the drive to start to just do it. So if you're if you're not preparing, if you don't prepare at all, that usually means failure. There's very few people in the world that can just wing it, right? And honestly, I, I think people who wing it, they shine here and there, but you know, long term, that's that's a severe deficiency if if you don't plan and you don't have any strategy and you don't know where you're going. So not preparing usually means failure. Now you can overcome that though with resiliency, the you know, getting back up when you get knocked down, right? Like my daughter, she's three now, you know, she falls a lot, she trips a lot, you know, and so like any parent, you know, I, I constantly tell her, like, you know, it's you know, getting back up, not, not how many times you get knocked down. It's how many times you get back up. I want to instill that in her at a, at a young age. Cause I know there's, there's bigger falls coming as you get older. Right. But you, you can, you can overcome not preparing with the resiliency to get back up. Now, the thing is when you get back up, you probably learned a lesson like, wow, I should have prepared more. Kind of got blindsided by that one. That's the punch that hurts the most is the one that you didn't see coming. So next time I'm going to be prepared more. Right. But then on the flip side, you can wait too long. How long do you wait before you're prepared? And what does that mean to be prepared? How do you know when you're prepared enough to take that first step, that day one? And the thing is, if you wait too long and you over-prepare, you miss out on, on precious time. And that's really the most valuable resource we have is, is time. So how much time are you willing to waste or let slip by before you actually act on it. So my wife and I, you know, I mentioned that I have no idea how we got together. On top of that, I, I didn't mention that my wife is is super cute and I kind of look like a troll. So face for a pot, uh, face for radio, face for podcast, something like that. Uh, but anyways, I, I definitely outkicked my coverage with her. And uh, But we are we balance each other out. We are complete opposites and complete extremes. And so I use the example of, of having kids, right? If it was up to me and I was the king when we got married and I made all the decisions, we would have had 12 kids in the, the first year of marriage. Like we, we would have just had a lot of kids. We had kids right away. Now, my wife, on the other hand, she wasn't sure she wanted kids right away, kind of wanted to live her life, wanted to travel a little bit, wanted kids someday, but didn't quite know how many. And the biggest thing for her was she wanted to be financially stable to have kids. But the problem was 
we never knew what that meant. I mean, we, we went years. I, I think we were married seven years before we had our, our daughter. You know, what, what does that mean? How much money should you have saved up? What kind of assets should you have? How much does a kid cost? Like, you know, I, I don't know, but what I, what I always told her is I, I know a lot of people that are, you know, financially way worse off than we are. And they got a boatload of kids, you know, so obviously they figured out how to do it. So we sh- we'd probably figure out how to do it, but that, that's the beauty. My wife and I, you know, somewhere in the middle there, um, her holding me back from just jumping in. Cause I, I kind of have that, that type of personality where sometimes I do jump in too early and she's an over planner. She will, plan or prepare too long. And so we meet right in the middle. And that's, that's the goal of day one. You, you have to prepare yet. You, you, you want to go into it strategically, but you don't want to wait too long. You don't want to let too much time slip by. So, so day one, it's the belief that every day is the first day of that long journey, but that journey is taking you where you want to go. And, and the beauty is that every day can be the first day. I worked with a gentleman one time in a leadership development session and, you know, he, um, I won't share his entire story, but I, he, he had a rough time, you know, he was married, had kids. And then all of a sudden his, his wife left him. Kids went with her. He became depressed kind of carried into work. Then he lost his job. So all of a sudden in the short amount of time, this guy went from being married with kids and having this great job to he was single, he was alone, didn't have his kids and he was out of work. And he said something though, that, that really inspired me and stuck out. He said one day he woke up and he was looking out the window and he, he saw the sun coming up and he thought to himself, you know, all this stuff going on in my life, but the sun still came up the next day. And that's, that's, that's really what the day one mentality is, is like any day can be day one. So it could be you, you just thought of an idea or set a goal and you, you want to do this. So today is truly day one. Great. It's day one. Go. Or maybe you've procrastinated so long, uh, months, maybe even years. You've had this idea. You've thought about it inside out and backwards. Great. Today's day one. Go. Maybe you've already started it. Maybe you failed many times. Maybe uh, you, you've tripped a few times. Great. Today's day one. Go. Maybe you did it years ago and you did it quite well, but it, you know what? It's been a long time and I, I don't know if I could do it again or if I could do it as well again or, or things have changed. Um, you need different certification. Great. Today's day one. Go. It, it's kind of like, um, like the movie Yes Man with Jim Carrey. If anybody remembers that movie, I don't think anybody remembers that movie because it was kind of like just a remake of Liar Liar, except not as good. But, you know, so the, the premise of the movie was Jim Carrey can't say no to anything. Anybody who asks him to do something, he can't say no, just like Liar Liar, right? Like, uh, but anyways, he can't say no, but at first it's hilarious and all these bad things happen to him because he, he says yes to everything. But then all of these good things start happening to him, like good things that wouldn't have happened if he didn't take the chance to throw himself out there, to, to, to be vulnerable and, and just see what happens. That's, that's 
kind of what the the day one mentality is. It, it doesn't matter if it truly is day one or if it's been months or years, or if you've done it in the past, if you failed already, it doesn't matter. Today's day one. Just take that first step and move forward because then tomorrow's day two and then move through day two and then go to day three and day four and just on and on and on and on. And it's just, you know, take, take every day at a time and just get through that day. So here's the goal. I guess the, the goal of this, this podcast going forward is keep producing these on a, a regular basis. And right now in, in my mind, weekly, you know, we're producing a, a weekly podcast. Uh, but like anybody, you know, you get those fears that start creeping in and that's really, we're going to talk about goal setting and what, what makes people fail at their goals and whatnot. We'll, we'll talk about that in these, but I, I can tell you like all those cliche ones happen when I think about a weekly podcast, you know, cause it's, it's tough to do with managing, managing a career and working with many clients. And I've got two kids, I've got a, a beautiful three-year-old daughter and I've got a a two month old son. And Oh my God, the, my son doesn't even move yet. I can't even imagine when he starts moving, like how we keep up with them. The summer chores, it's summertime right now. So keeping the lawn looking good and, and all, all of the landscaping and projects that, that just come with, with summer. And then also, you know, if, if you follow me at all on, on LinkedIn, I produce a weekly tip of the week in video format that's on LinkedIn or on YouTube, Twitter, and, uh, you know, so I have followers there, but filming those and editing those and getting those out. So that already, you know, takes up some of my time, but so, you know, to produce a weekly podcast on top of that is, uh, it's, it's, a uh, it's a high bar, but, um, you know, I'm jumping in and, and I, I want to do that. So that's the goal is to keep producing these on a, a regular weekly basis. But I guess when I think about it, here's the reality, worst case scenario, Worst case, nobody ever listens to this podcast other than my wife, because I'll probably make her listen to it or, you know, she'll at least pretend to listen to it. It still gives me an opportunity to get my thoughts out, to clear my head, to be creative and strengthen my own leadership and development skills. So worst case, nobody ever listens to it, but me, it just becomes this great, like fortress of solitude type moment where I can kind of gather my thoughts and, and focus my, myself and my energies here. Uh, best case scenario, someone's listening right now, listening in their car, listening at the gym while they're walking the dog, whatever. And, and maybe, maybe it helps somebody, right? Maybe we share certain problems or struggles. Maybe you have a two month old as well, you know, so I, I don't know, but you know, maybe we have similarities in the, the problems we're facing. And I, I believe we all do. Nobody's problems are identical to anybody else's. We're all unique, but there is some commonalities and some, some similarities there. And maybe hearing me just talk and ramble on for a while sparks your own creativity. That's really what I, I love about reading books. When I read books, I am just blown away at the sparks that, that the sparks of creativity that happen when, when I read a book. So I, I'm the type of guy that when I read a book, I have to have a pencil handy because I constantly just write down notes in the side. And so 
it's, you know, you'll see like a great example, but it just constantly gets me thinking about my own examples or a client I'm working with or or something. And so I got to write down those examples because for me, like when I write it down, honestly, I'll probably never come back and look at it again. Maybe I will, but for some reason, when I write it down, it sticks in my brain. And uh, so I, I constantly write those notes. And if I need to, I can go back to it and, and review it again later. But I write those things down because I know if I don't write it down in that moment, I'll forget it. And so I, I'm, I'm that type of guy that, that writes in the side of the book. So, so that's best case scenario. Somebody's listening to this and it sparks your own creativity, helps you with a problem. It, it, it pays it forward to somebody else. And then you can turn around and, and pay it forward to somebody else. You can uh, help somebody on your team or a coworker or a family member or a friend, w- whatever the case may be. So really there's, there's no downside, uh, no downside to this. And for me, the, the day one podcast, this is day one. I did it. I, I'm completing the first episode. I mean, obviously there'll be some little editing to do here and there. I got some ideas as far as like editing goes, but I've, I've thought about this for a long time now, finally decided today was the day. And and so I, I did it now. And I didn't even know quite what I was going to talk about or how long I was going to talk, but I sat down, I started writing the script. It was just slightly above writing it down on a napkin, but I did it and I moved forward. And so now the next one will be easier. I'll have an idea of what to do. I'll have an idea of how to do it. I'll definitely know what I screwed up in the first episode and how I can fix it for the second episode. And that's, that's, that's also one of my things. One of my, one of my top values is, is mastery. Like I'm that type of guy that I want it done. Perfect. Anytime I do like a a keynote speaking or teach a class or work with a client, like I will lie awake at night thinking about the one thing I said that could be misconstrued or didn't drive home the point like I wanted it to like, or somebody's comment in the audience, like, well, what did they mean by that? Maybe they meant this. Maybe they meant that. Yeah. Like I, I will just lie awake thinking about that because I, I want it to be perfect. And so uh, my, my biggest fear is something like this is I'm constantly going to be frustrated about the mistakes that I make. I'll probably listen back to this and hear that I said, um, like every three words, but guess what? I'm going to get better every single episode. And that's the goal is that whatever I, 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 I went through day one, the first step, step two, day two is better. It's constantly going to be an improvement. And, and that's really, you know, bring back Eric Bowles. He talks about moving to great. That's the thing. You're never great. You never get there. There's never a, a moment when, when you've made it and you're perfect. No, the, the goal is just continually getting better and continually moving to great. So, uh, there's another plug for Eric Bowles. Check him out. Definitely a unique individual. So I hope you enjoyed the first episode. I hope it helped in some fashion or sparked some creative juices for someone. If it did add me on LinkedIn or check out my website. So LinkedIn, I'm Chris Allen. Chris Allen coaching is my, my company, my website, chrisallencoach.com shoot me ideas for future episodes. You know, so I've, I've got handful of ideas written down. I've probably got a hundred of them written down on my phone already. Uh, cause as I think of them, I just write them down, but you know, leadership development in general, fear of failure is definitely coming up effort, skill, support, 
succession planning, time management, like all of those are kind of broad topics and you can break them down into more micro topics. But uh, those are some of the things I'm thinking. But if you have an idea, shoot it my way and I'd love to work it into the show or, or even invite you on as a guest. Really, I guess when I envision these, I, I don't envision myself just talking into a microphone by myself for, for an entire show. I don't think that's, that's a quality podcast, but more people equals more creativity. And so I'd like to get more people involved in these. So if you have an idea, shoot it my way. And, and, and if you're interested, we could, you know, implement you into a show as well. So thank you for listening. And I I'll catch you on the next episode of the day one podcast. And if there isn't a second episode, well, then it means everything I just talked about was a complete fraud. Thanks. Thanks.